Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat all things true crime and paranormal. I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. And this is the start of the spookiest season, the best holiday ever, Halloween. I'm so fucking pumped, y'all. Like <laughs> Every year you are. Every fucking year I am so pumped for Halloween. Like, it just, <laughs> so excited. Um, so to kick off spooky season, we will be doing some fun things this month, uh, for like this month's episodes. Um, okay. I have like a certain thing in mind and I'm pretty fucking psyched about it. All right. Um, so first we are going to be talking about Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? That was a reaction. <laughs> Why is there a reaction with that? You know what that is? Yeah. You do? No. You have talked about it before. I have talked about it before, but like. Well, I don't have. I don't know like the. I don't know all the details or anything. I just like have mm. a basic understanding of the process. The process of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. There's a process. I, I mean. <laughs> yeah. There's always a process. <laughs> um, before we do, how are we? Oh, it's really funny that we're talking about this week. This 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 topic this week maybe mm-hmm. i'll get my words out um probably not you guys are gonna have a really great episode um we have matching tattoos have we said that yet i don't think so no we have matching little spaceship tattoos on our ankles now yep and it's the logo for the podcast so it's like not going anywhere it's <laughs> fucking permanent um i haven't really spiraled about it yet because uh, I just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we got cute little uh, spaceship tattoos when we were on vacation the other week. Um, it was cute. It was fun. Yeah. But that's all I had to say. Okay. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm all right. Today's been very chill, so that was good. You're hanging in there? Yeah. Okay. We're the, planning things, so I feel like that always makes us feel better Yeah. when we know something's coming. Yeah, that's true. We have a t- couple of trips coming up, one to some national parks in Florida, mm-hmm. and then um, one to the Holy Land. <laughs> um, and by the Holy Land, I mean Glacier National Park. Um, have we said before how obsessed I am I with national we, parks? I think so. Okay. But, yeah. I'm literally sitting here right now wearing my Acadia National Park. Um, Sierra's wearing her end of the line uh, from Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I'm pretty fucking psyched about that, man. Oh, I quit my job. <laughs> um, my last day will be the 19th of this month. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Pretty psyched about it. Don't exactly know what I'm going to be doing, but it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I think they are officially uh, replacing the person, repla- putting a person in my... In your old position. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's about freaking time, man. Well, I think, like, they had done a whole round of it, and then the person declined, and then then they weren't sure if I was going to go back to it, and then no. You weren't sure if you were going to go back well, to nobody, it Well, nobody was sure, and then... Um, now I think that they've, they may or they may have found someone. I'm not really sure because I know that they're also replacing the uh, administrative assistant to the principal. Oh, okay. So she is, um, 
she's going to human resources. Mm, that's uh, a job I do not envy. Yeah, so, I mean, she's pretty good at it, I would say. She's, she has her business degree, and then she was going back to her, like, specifically that. Mm. So, she's excited about it, and so they're replacing her. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. So, the other day, I was, I was uh, talking, getting ready to talk to the principal about my observation, and uh, she was on a zoom interview with the person who was interviewing for her job oh okay so i'm just sitting there in her office while she's on the interview waiting for the principal to be done with another oh teacher. my god and just like you know mm-hmm. it's kind of weird but it's a little weird yeah but that, again, i had to do a job interview in my yeah. bathroom the other day so <laughs> fun times really fun times yeah um yeah so we're doing really great yeah, we're doing. We're doing. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I only came home crying three times this week. I mean, that's an improvement to the week before, where it was every day. That's less than half of the week. I'm so. <laughs> we still got time. There's still one more day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how tomorrow night goes. Mm-hmm. No, tomorrow night's next week. So no, it's not. Oh, Monday. <laughs> I really hate that about you. <laughs> It's so freaking annoying. <laughs> like, go live in Mexico <laughs> if you want the first day of the week to be Monday. The first day of the week is Monday. The first day of the week is not Monday. It is Monday. No. Yes. No. It's Monday. Agree to disagree. This is what he was talking about, how we argue about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in this situation, you're wrong. So. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I am right. Paul, guys, you tell me. When does your week start? Does it start on Sunday or does it start on Monday? For me, my week starts on Monday. My idea of the next week starts on Sunday. Mm, no. Just Literally on the calendar. We have... Okay, it also says Columbus Day on there, so... And... Technically, there is a Columbus Day. Whether you decide to celebrate it or not, there is It that. doesn't list it. It's also Indigenous People's Day. You guys are probably like, Emily, shut the fuck up and tell me about Skinwalker Ranch. Are you ready? Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Quite possibly. So, Skinwalker Ranch, it's been said that this region of Utah has seen it all. Like, okay. It, it's, yeah, you name it, it's got it. Except mm-hmm. for Mothman. Wow. <laughs> Since Mothman's not real. (coughs) Sorry, (laughs) Louie. She definitely doesn't want to go on vacation with us now. (laughs) I mean, it's totally, possibly, probably not real. It's aliens. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. In 1776, the first true account of anything strange occurring on Skinwalker Ranch was recorded. Obviously, there was no photo or video footage to back up this claim, uh, but it was made by Silvestre Valles de Escalante, and I fucked that up, but it's okay, because mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish. Um, a French... Oh, nope, just kidding. A French missionary. I was missionary. Gonna say, like, <laughs> in name it's not Spanish, it's, but what do I know? French. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a French missionary. Um, his rent... Of course, he was a missionary, too. Like, mm-hmm. In Utah. Anyway, this French missionary, whose name I will not be repeating, mm-hmm. um, had written, like, 
had like this written account like in his diary uh-huh. um, and detailed strange quote fireballs that were seen overhead which is eerily similar to accounts that people speak of today okay um so like it might just have been like a shooting star and mm-hmm. like a bitch has never seen a shooting star before and like holy fucking shit mm-hmm. but like also i feel like people today know what shooting stars look like yeah you know yeah when when, when was it again uh, 1776. Okay. Um, so. Nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, prior to that, however, the land that the ranch sits on today once belonged to the Ute tribe. Okay. And it's spelled U-T-E. And mm-hmm. I googled how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Navajo tribe living roughly 400 miles away. Um, this is important. So this caused conflict when the Navajo attempted to move further into the Ute territory, giving the land a harsh and violent history from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, today, the ranch ships between two reservations, the Uinta and the Ure um, reservations. And, like, the, like, property outline mm-hmm. for the ranch is very strange. I'm going to I'm going to show you this because I need you to like it's not like a square. It's, it's not, not like, like a square. It's very interesting. Mm. Like, like the startings of a Jenga board. Not like a Jenga. They just Tetris. Like, like randomly acquired additional like pieces of land. Yeah. Isn't that just so strange looking? Mm. That's not so bad. Because it is, like... The top piece is what throws me. Yeah. Like, they're just, like... Obviously, this will be on the blog and Instagram for you guys and Facebook for you guys to see. But, like, the top of it's just very strange Mm -hmm. to me. Like, they wanted that piece over there. Mm Mm-hmm. But, But yeah. like, why? Well, it's like there's, like, some kind of river or something that runs through there. There is. We'll talk about it. Okay. We'll get to it. Um, Anyway, so, interesting little layout plan Mm -hmm. for it. So, from the earliest accounts by the French missionary mm-hmm. in 1776, things were not normal. Okay. So, we're going to jump we're going to jump ahead in time. We're going to jump ahead to 1930. We made like a leap. <laughs> so, Christopher Locke is like the grandson of one of the previous owners of the ranch. Okay. And he reveals the first cattle mutilation that occurred mm-hmm. in 1930. Then in 1934, Kenneth and Edith Myers lease a three-room house on the ranch um, from one of the owners. Okay. Um, they stay. <laughs> they stay for three months. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, and then in 1944, two miles from Skinwalker Ranch, a large silver globe-like object is seen flying over Fort Ducense. We're going to go with Ducense because I didn't feel like that's the wrong way to say it. Because <laughs> it sounds like douche. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so, the owner uh-huh. um, of the ranch sells in 1945 okay. to Benton Locke, who moves into the western portion of the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through the... N- Fuck. I hate Apple equipment. It doesn't work with me. Literally, Chloe and I were having a whole 
fucking time the other day because she was driving home from getting her tattoo and I was trying to navigate on her phone because my phone was dead and I literally I could not do anything I felt like an idiot like I there was no button there was no like pretend button on the screen like I could not figure out how to play the music I could not figure out how to get back to things and then we made a wrong turn because you were calling and then I couldn't figure out how to get back to the GPS and pick up the phone at the same time (laughs) a bitch was panicking (laughs) I mean, at least, Chloe at, least was so mad. at least mine still has the you home still button. has the home button. Yeah. So like, I can figure that out. But like Chloe's, I was just like, huh? There's no like guide to no. it. No. And then she, she was like, "Give me the phone. You have lost your privileges." Because <laughs> well, like, if you want somebody to do something, you have to train them. Yeah. It's like not just throw me into it. Me of all people, like. It'd be different if you were already not. Even I don't know how to use her phone that well. Like, because I don't have... Yeah, mine's not you like do that. pretty well on mine. Yeah. But mine still has, like, the... Well, it's a Note... It's a Galaxy Note um, 10? Yeah, I think so. 10? I feel... It's not the 20. I'm no, gonna I get the 20. 10. 10. Um, anyway, but yeah, so you can do it pretty well. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, no, I was... Oh god, I was panicking. Um, it was a whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. And then I was late, and then I didn't even get to go to the museum. Y'all, it was an interesting week. It was something. <laughs> that day was. That day, yeah, that day was a lot. Mm-hmm. I came home and then I left. <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> Don't go kill anybody. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so through the 1950s into the 1960s, um, locals report a surge of, um, which is like a UFO flap, Um, like like UFO reports, like Uh fucking skyrocket. Okay. In the Uinta Basin, however, Skinwalker Ranch itself historically has little to no recorded activity during this time, Mm -hmm. um, just in that kind of, like, river basin area really does. Mm -hmm. Um, However, of note, the ridgeline directly behind Skinwalker Ranch is given the nickname Werewolf Ridge Mm -hmm. by locals, Um, which I just, I think that's cute. Like, let's go to Werewolf Ridge. Mm. I mean, if you want to get eaten. (laughs) Okay, so in 1961, the property is sold again. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and then the like wave of UFO sightings pops up again in 1967 in mm-hmm. that same like basin. It's basin, right? Yeah. That's okay. I get in my head about it. I'm like, that's not how you say it, especially because you keep looking at me every time I say it. I'm just like, I'm pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> I, I look at you all the time. <laughs> no, but like specifically. Um, anyway, so. In 1968, there's a resort built on Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. All right. (laughs) It's called Bottle Hollow Ranch. (laughs) Sierra's face. Like, what? Yeah, right? Um... So here, here, here's a fun thing. Um, you know when there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, UFO activity? You know who should really get involved? The FBI. The government. (laughs) (laughs) So, in 1970, a Bottle Hollow Reservoir was constructed. They construct shit by the U.S. Army Corps. Um, And then, also in 1970, there is more 
cattle mutilations. Like they suddenly become so common around the ranch that they cannot keep livestock alive on the ranch for more than a day. Wow. Yeah. And like, I'm not talking about like little mutilations. I mean, they were full on gutted. Yeah. Like from the udder up into the neck. And I 110% am not going to put the pictures of that because I'm not going to scar anybody. Um, no. Because all I kept thinking about was your mom's cows. And then I started crying. Um, so... <laughs> I was, like, very emotional in there. <laughs> oh, and... Okay, speaking of me being emotional, um, this is just a wild ride of an episode, so you're welcome. Um, I'm sleep-deprived, guys. Anyway, so I was driving home earlier, and I was mm-hmm. listening to a whining crime episode, and whatever they were talking about... I don't even remember what the fucking episode was about. I fucking start sobbing on the way to these people's... <laughs> or to our house this yeah. morning. And... <laughs> Then I get here and you have locked me out of the house. And I was just like, this is it. This isn't the last straw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so funny. Well, I lucky luckily I was already actually awake, so it's that's just... something. Um, but yeah, no, I was like, this is a fucking disaster. Um, anyway, so 1978. Desert News article discusses a mass sighting of a UFO seen 10 miles from the ranch. So, like, these UFOs are just really popping in this area Mm -hmm. in Utah, this random little area in Utah. Um, So then in 1980... What if all the Mormons are aliens? I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it. I mean, it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. <laughs> Don't email us. Um. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Alien Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyway. Maybe what if we are aliens and we just don't know it? I mean, technically we are. But, um. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because we live on this planet, right? Yes. So. Exactly. To other people. Yeah. Other things. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Which just supports the theory that it's always aliens. Yes, exactly. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. So last little, last little timeline jump for a minute. Okay. And then we're going to get into some more stuff. So in 1981, NASA builds an observatory 16 miles northeast of the ranch. Why? Why would the government space agency get involved? I don't know. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. So sightings have occurred, like I said, about the Mm -hmm. ranch, um, like around the ranch. I'm sorry, not about. Um, Not just like on the ranch itself, Mm -hmm. as I had literally just say. Um, Now, Bottle Hollow is like right. It's like the next property, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, We'll get into Bottle Hollow in a moment. Uh, because I know we just talked about Bottle Hollow um, Resort. By the time the Shermans, these are like these are like the main people. Mm-hmm. By the time they owned now what is known as Skinwalker Ranch, it had a reputation for being sinister. But their accounts took it to a whole new fucking level. Okay. Um, Terry and Gwen Sherman began sharing their experiences on the ranch with local news reporters in 1996. I was not born yet. I was born. (laughs) 
The first mention included crop circles, which corresponding with their accounts of witnessing unexplained flying objects, much of which is now backed up and even recorded in modern documentaries. So the UFO sightings became quite frequent to the point where they could be considered regular sightings, which like, can we go? (laughs) 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 Um, Just like over there when you get to... When we're going to Glacier, let's just like loop down to Utah for a minute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See some aliens. Uh, But that wasn't the only thing the couple witnessed on their ranch. Along with these sightings, the Shermans found on multiple occasions that their cattle had been completely carved up with precise surgical-like methods, and many were drained entirely of their bodily fluids. Question, have I asked you this before? Have any of y'all's cattle ever been mutilated? No. No? You know that for a fact? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. I mean, I don't know, like, pre-us if anything's ever happened, but okay. no. Sierra's family owns cows, and they're very cute. Um, as if that alone wasn't enough, the Shermans also reported seeing strange animals that were unlike they had ever seen in the area. Um, granted, it's Utah, so, like, wildlife is a big thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in the middle of fucking nowhere, so, again, wildlife. Um But that could give a person, like, a good scare in the middle of the night. But the Sherman's account didn't match any of the other descriptions. Mm -hmm. In fact, the animals that were described resembled nothing of known or unknown animal. And one in particular paved the way for the eventual selling of the state. Um, The animal in question could only be described as a wolf that was at least three times the size of an average one. And it did not react to being shot at multiple, like, multiple times Mm -hmm. at close range okay um according to terry sherman he detailed this like account in it's a documentary called the hunt for the skinwalker Mm -hmm. the creature was approximately 50 yards away watching the team safely tree like from a tree perched 20 to 25 feet off the ground okay um the large creature lay motionless almost casually in the tree Quote, the only indication of the beast's present was the penetrating yellow light of, in, of unblinking eyes as they stared fixedly back into the light. Because they were, like, shining, like, a little mm-hmm. flashlight into them. So, um, after Sherman fired at the creature with a rifle, it disappeared. Quote, it was then I saw a single obvious oval track about six inches in diameter embedded deeply in the patch of snow. It looked unusual. A single large print in the snow with two sharp claws protruding from the rear of the mark going a couple inches deeper. It almost looked like a bird of prey, maybe a raptor print, but huge. And from the depth of the print, from a very heavy creature. Um, so, <laughs> not cute. Not something I I would want approaching me in the middle of the night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, repeated sightings of human-like creatures have led some to invoke the name Skinwalker, which is, like, a shape-shifting character from the Navajo tribal folklore. Um, So, like, among Navajo, Skinwalkers are, like, werewolves, evil witches who can transform themselves into creatures of their choosing. And, um, like I said earlier... It's 400 miles from the Navajo Nation, but mm-hmm. we know that there was some overlap. So, like, there's, it's a quite, like, it's a possibility, like, they could use that. Yeah. And it could be, like, something exiled, you know? So exactly, exactly. It's, like, within the area still, but not actually on the, mm-hmm. on the property. Yeah. Um, so, 
again, they, the youth tribe and the Navajo tribe did cross paths mm-hmm. and it was not friendly. Like, uh, the Navajos were more aggressive people. They took slaves. They had youth slaves. Um, and there was a direct clon- conflict when the Navajo right. tried to step into some territory. So while skinwalkers don't feature in Ute religion, there are still aspects of the ranch that make sense with the um, appearance of the supernatural. And around Bottle Hollow, which is next to Skinwalker Ranch, Mm -hmm. makes sense with the context of the Ute belief. According to historian Sandra Jones, amongst the Utes, quote, springs and certain waterways were reservoirs of negative power. Mm. There, were ev- there were evil spirits or evil sprites that would rise up out of the water and drag you in. Gotcha. Which um, I don't think I'll be able to look at a lake ever the same. Because <laughs> that made me uncomfortable. Um, they have that. That's common in a lot of yeah folklore. Yeah, I just didn't think about it. Yeah, mm. and now it's in there. Now it's in my head. Gonna have a dream about it. Okay, all right, here we go. You ready to talk about Bottle Hollow for a moment? All right, all here right. We go. Okay. Um. Also, the name Bottle Hollow. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> don't like it at all. But oh man. Okay, so a 420-acre man-made reservoir on Ute land, um, like bordering mm-hmm. the ranch, was filled with fresh water in 1970 by the federal government mandate. In 1998, a police officer saw a large light plunge into the reservoir, then reemerge flying off into the night sky. One night in 2002, four young men standing on the reservoir shoreline saw a blue and white ball enter the artificial lake, which kind of matches the officer's story of, like, Mm -hmm. a ball of light, you know? Um, So, according to the hunt for Skinwalker, the glowing ball dove into the water just a few feet from shore and then reemerged seconds later in a new form, a shimmering, maneuverable, belt-shaped shaft of light. And I don't love that, Um, that description. Uh, Quote, after performing a brief... A brief. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> a breast. No. <laughs> After performing a brief, writhing aerial dance, the belt of light zipped away at a high rate of speed, hugging the ground before disappearing below the top of Skinwalker Ridge. Do the little sexy dance for you. Like, <laughs> First of all, it's described as a shaft. <laughs> <laughs> A writhing aerial dance. What the fuck? No. No, no, no. Y'all, oh fuck, I hit myself with my headphones. I swear I haven't been drinking. (laughs) So she says. (laughs) I did ask here earlier, what if I just get like really hammered and I can't go back to work tonight? (laughs) You say, I don't want to. I don't want to. Just text my boss that. Okay. So, Brandon Fugel bought the land five years ago and brought in a team of scientists to see if the legends were true. Mm-hmm. 18 months after moving his family of four to the property now known as Skinwalker Ranch, and um, he sold the 512-acre parcel away. 18 months. Wow. Yeah. 
Then, on the night of March 12, 1997, after the ranch had been sold off, biochemist Calm Keller, working with Bigelow's National Institute for Discovery of Science, mm-hmm. claimed to see a large humanoid creature spying on the research tree- team from the tree. So, when Fugel, because he's still, he's like renting it to the group of scientists. Does that make sense? Like leasing it uh, okay. for them to like investigate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Fugel was asked what's the thing he now knows that he didn't know before that surprises him most fugel mm-hmm. replied quote i bought the ranch as a skeptic as a healthy skeptic i had never seen a ufo a ghost an orb or anything of the sort in my life and i disclosed that to the previous owners fugel claims that he and his team have experienced unexplained phenomena quote those first six months of owning it i saw really nothing myself that would lead me to believe that there was anything unusual. Well, that all changed. I had, with multiple witnesses, with me on an occasion where we saw what can only be described as an unidentified flying object, a craft 40 to 50 feet long, silver in, like, color. Mm -hmm. It was a disc hovering right above the mesa, right in front of us. This wasn't just blinking light in the sky or something that was a little bit ambiguous. This was a solid object that appeared out of nowhere, could move in the blink of an eye, and over a 20-second period perform maneuvers that I believe defy any propulsion physics that we're acquainted acquainted with. So, okay. Aliens, man. Uh, (laughs) You don't have to convince me. You can see her face. <laughs> um, so I'm with you on it. I, v, okay. the, um, the interviewer asked him, so what did you do when you saw that? Yeah. Um, he goes, we were in shock. We were in complete shock. It caught us all off guard. To this day, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, though, like... Yeah, he continued, quote, this 512-acre assemblage has become really a site on not only global interest, but is the most scientifically studied paranormal hotspot on the planet, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so... In 2004, the National Institute for the Discovery of Science is shut down. Okay. Um, and it's called NIDS. Um, so, it in two, again, in 2004, like six or so months later, mm-hmm. NIDS is replaced by BAS, which is the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies is formed. Okay. Um, which just kind of sounds like repetitive shit. Right. Uh, <laughs> so the assumption is that Bass had a more clandestine mission statement than NIDS and a government sponsor on the horizon. Okay. So in 2007, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, ATIP. Uh, <laughs> ATIP. <laughs> ATIP. Um, so we're going to get into a lot of acronyms here. Just full warning. Um, if you can't remember right. them, I can't either. So don't ask me another question. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. <laughs> okay. So ATIP and um, Advanced Aerospace Weapon Systems Application Program <laughs> um, was a secret investigative effort funded by the United States government to study unidentified fl- uh, flying objects on Skinwalker Ranch. Like specifically there. Specifically on the ranch. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think everything's a fucking conspiracy theory, Sierra. Um, so in 2009, Bottle Hollow Resort is torn down. Suspicious? Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. In 2011, Advanced Aerospace Weapons System Application Program loses funding and is closed. Um, mm-hmm. All evidence... What did they mess up? 
Mm-hmm. All evidence from th- this program are then transferred to ATIP portfolio managed by Lou Elizondo. Um, the ATIP program continues its study and is bolstered by the research conducted by the other program. Advanced flipping people. Yeah. Um, and Bigelow is reported to have self-funded the continuing of the project at Skinwalker Ranch with his own fun, fun, mm-hmm. um, finances. Because this man is rich. Okay. He's like rich, rich. Like those rich people that you like don't hear about because they're so rich. Mm. On February 12th, 2012, um, all power is knocked out at that fort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and a strange, eerie green glow ebbs in the sky above the town. Okay. Um, with the sudden absence of power, a massive UFO is seen by multiple witnesses over town. Um, so then, also in 2012, Bass loses funding from the Department of Fit, um, Defense. Mm-hmm. Um, the ATIP contract expires and is not renewed um, due to lo- uh, lose, like, public explanation that officials fear the public may learn about the program and potential misappropriation of taxpayer funds, Mm -hmm. um, which is our government. Um, (laughs) In 2013, several months after the closure of the government-sponsored ATIP program, an unusually expensive, unique-looking war monument is suddenly paid for by the government and built at Fort Dunes. Mm-hmm. Like for what? Yup. So, in 2015, um, they form like this this uh, to the stars academy. Okay. Um. Uh, also in 2015, Jeremy Corbell creates the website known as Hunt the Skinwalker, um, with the purpose to produce a documentary on Skinwalker Ranch, aided by his like advisor and mentorship. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I keep quoting. Y'all need to watch that documentary. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, I told Bill, Bill is my stepdad, that I was doing a story on this, and he was very pumped. <laughs> there's like there's like a billion shows about it. There's mm-hmm. one on Hulu that I really like um, that him and I watch together. It's very, very interesting. If y'all have Hulu, go watch it. Um, just type in Skinwalker Ranch, and it pops up. Oh, okay. I think there's two seasons. I believe there's two seasons. Um, so, in 2016, Skinwalker Ranch is sold for a rumored amount of $4.5 million to an undisclosed buyer um, who operates under the corporation Adamantium Holdings. So, I googled this corporation. I could not find shit on this corporation. Mm. Like, there's a website... But it's not. Like, there's not actually anything on it. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, could not. The same with um, the Bass Group. Could mm-hmm. not. Like, there was, like, six other. It's, like, it was, it's almost like it's too, like, there's too many things that it could be. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, there was too many results. Gotcha. Um, so, anyway. Like you just flood it. Yeah. So you can never it, it find anything. It was anything. just flooded, basically. Yeah. Um, so... In tw- also in 2016, Bass is as- assumed to be disbanded as their new security team is removed from the property and replaced by the new ownership security ownerships ownerships yeah mm-hmm. security forces. Unlike the previous guard who mm, carried pistols and mace, the newly installed team now wields long guns like yeah rifles. rifles. Um, Continuing on the same theme in 2016, Hickens Road, a public road which traverses directly 
through and across Skinwalker Ranch is legally vacated. All access to the road leading to the ranch becomes closed to the public. A checkpoint is erected as well as a large sign warning the public to not approach the gate. Like, you know, those things Those things are pretty obvious that you're like... Yeah. Yeah. Doing something. Mm-hmm. So the To the Stars Academy, mm-hmm. the guy that formed that, Tom DeLong, uh, goes on national television in 2017 and makes... Um, the announcement that he has formed a team of ex-government insiders and hits at future disclosure of UFO releases. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Pentagon did confirm that there were UFOs this year, so... Um, The New York Times releases a bombshell story in which the Department of Defense officials confirm the government funded a program known as the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program. Um, Senator Harry Reid confirmed his role in procuring funds. Guess how much the funds were? $4.5 million? Nope. $22 million. Okay. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Um, which was awarded to Robert Bigelow Uh. and his Bigelow Advanced Space Studies, also known as BASS. Um team to study the phenomena at Skinwalker Ranch. Lou, you remember Lou? Mm-hmm. Um, a, he's an ex-intelligence officer with like 20 plus years of experience, uh, was put in charge of the program apparently, and has spoken extensively to the media regarding his role observing and documenting the exotic unidentified crafts and even a collection of exotic alloys and artifacts presumably from Skinwalker Ranch. That, that all happened in 2017. Okay. So now in 2018, um, the a film producer, Jeremy Corbell, and a ranch uh, author, George Knapp, release a documentary film, which is the retelling of the history of the ranch, mm-hmm. um, showing, like, old footage. Um, the film reignites interest in the ranch, which I watched it, and it, honestly, it's okay, but it's not as good as the History Channel show, and mm-hmm. it's not as good as the Hulu show. Um, it was just like, oh, we haven't heard, nobody's really been talking about it for a while, so let's make another one. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so now in 2020, the mysterious owner of the ranch and the head of Adamantium is revealed himself to be Brandon Fugel. Mm. So, that is the story of Skinwalker Ranch. There's a whole bunch of other shit in here Mm -hmm. that I did not include because we would be talking for seven episodes straight. But it is fucking wild, man. Definitely aliens. Hmm. I feel like, you know, once the government does something, it just kind of like all goes downhill from there. Yeah. And... Obviously, like the all of the money stuff is like what's happening to it now. Yeah, like it's all yeah about money now. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. So fun times. That's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot sad. It's a lot sad. Yeah, but that is my case for the week. Bailey is saying hi with her squeaky toy. If you guys can hear that, we're gonna hop off because I'm hungry. Apparently, Sarah? we're gonna get pizza. So Sierra, plug the things. Uh, find us. Do it really fast. Do it really fast. Ready? Go. Facebook, Instagram. That's it. Facebook, Instagram. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Paranormal Podcast. 
If you want to send us an email, you can at paranormalpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. And if you want to send us um, some actual snail mail and make my life, you can at uh, P.O. Box 1416 Monroe, North Carolina, 28111. That's three ones. Three ones. Yep. Um, and then finally, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, um, it is Paranormal Podcast. We have so many cool things on there. We are talking really fast because I'm hungry, bitches. Um, so anyway. Do it. Become a supporter on Patreon. We have cool shit. Also, if you can't support us monetarily, you can always do it by just sharing the word. The yeah. good word. Tell the people. Tell them. Tell them what they need to know. If y'all have seen Midnight Mass on um, Netflix, I'm going to need y'all to just uh, lock everybody in the church and let them know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> it's real wild. I really freaked myself out last night. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Uh, we'll be back next week with more Halloween spectacular goodiness. Um, All I'm right. pretty excited about next week. So, okay, okay, I'm here for it. Awesome. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.